Radio Chaser is brought to you by Halloween. This year I'm going as sexy Ivan Malat. Halloween. 2019. You really should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome to Radio Chase. We have Andrew Hanson. We have Charles Firth. My name is Dom Knight. Coming up, Baby Got Snack, our snack review segment goes high. How much did you spend on our snack today, Charles? Well, let's just say the product that I'm reviewing costs $175 per litre. There you go. So we can't actually afford it. And a hydrogen car, potentially. Uh, coming up now, uh, what are we going to start with? Oh, yes, I've had no sleep. I'm a total zombie. The amount of energy I've had to try and expend to even talk. I, I, I'm going to fall asleep now. My kid was just up all night again. Not again, because that happened last week oh, as well, Dom. Yeah. What's, what's going on? I don't think she likes me. I think she sort of mm. hopes that if she cries enough, another daddy mm. will come in and... yeah. Oh, look, if I was if I was your daughter, I would be up all night in just a terrible state, just <laughs> just about the fact that you're my dad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, soon, a couple of years' time, she'll be able to use Gumtree and uh, maybe seek.com.au to place an ad for a better daddy. But for the time being, it's just me. But do you, do you play her music to, yes. to sort of calm her down? Oh, yeah. The Sleep mm-hmm. Baby Sleep yeah. playlist on but, Spotify. We've got the Play School, 50 Greatest Hits, everything. Well, well no. What, what about my... Do you play her my lullabies? Your my, lullabies? Yeah, I've got a, I've got an album of lullabies. I'm, I'm wanting her to go to sleep, Charles, not be traumatised No, forever. no, no. This is a really, really successful album. Just take a listen. Do your kids have trouble sleeping? Silent night. Introducing Charles Firth's Nighttime Lullabies. Holy night. Featuring all the songs that are out of copyright, so Charles didn't have to pay for them. Rockabye baby on the treetop! Tunes that will leave your kids with memories that will last their entire life. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Go to sleep, my little baby! Oral Nausea. Hi, I'm Charles Firth. My kids have terrible trouble sleeping. And no matter how many songs I sing them, they never get to sleep. That's why I've recorded this album. I just put it on, lock the door, and now I don't have to worry about getting them to sleep. Daddy, you're a monster. Charles Firth's Nighttime Lullabies. It's still better than Alan Jones's album. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Hey, Domi and Charles, I love this. I love this. This is absolutely brilliant. The government has paid some marketers almost $49,000 to name an education website for seeking out courses. And the name they came up with was Course Seeker. Amazing. (laughs) So that's (laughs) that's worth 49 grand, right? So if you're a student looking 
And if you're seeking a course to do, yeah. you can hop on Course Seeker. Oh, that's what I would do if I was seeking a course. Yeah. Well, you probably would. Place. You should, I reckon I'd, I'm going to go and seek a course on there for branding. Like, <laughs> get into branding. That sounds well, like yeah, if you if you learn 49 grand to come up with the name. Yeah. Come on, the name Corsic. But I mean, look, is it really worth forty nine grand? I wonder if we no. could. I mean, could maybe. We, surely we could come up with a with a better name than that, oh. just free of charge. I don't mean? think I could. I I had a bit of a think about this, and my, mine are terrible. I'd, I'd, I oh, I did couldn't you? charge a cent. I, come I, on, Dom, give us give us your list. Okay, what, this what, is what my best call? one. My best one was what would you horses. Call course? It was uh, uh, courses for horses, but it's a problem because they would think it was just for for horses. <laughs> Well, that's they would. A that, that's a that's a that's a terrible name. That's yeah. a website for horses. Yeah. I, that, I, okay. I'm beginning to agree that the government should have paid forty nine thousand dollars. Yeah. I, I in fact, of, I, can I pay you forty nine thousand dollars not to hear your I, I ideas? I also thought of pull a training, and that just sounded gross. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? No. Study, buddy. No. Okay. Andrew, do you have anybody? Look, I've got some good ones. I reckon I've got some good alternatives to court seeker. Certainly better than Dommy's. Uh, what a oh, tax waster. Money yeah. toilet. Yes. What about uh, oh. cash? Cash exterminator. They're very good. Uh, what about what the TAFE? Oh, or uh, nice. TAFE, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, or if you're looking for a uni course, uniquely stupid idea. Uh, or maybe pointless alternative to Googling the word courses.com. <laughs> they're, they're very good. What about, I've yeah. just come up with... Pull a class out of your ass. Is that worth 49 grand? Oh, that's not bad. Actually, I would pay that one. Yeah, that's not bad. No, Charles, have you got some course well, seeker? I think no? you're both sort of going down the wrong path here because what mm. you've got to do is when you're doing a brand, you've got to look yeah. at other successful brands that sort of have raised lots of money mm. and, and are all dot-commy and everything like oh. that. And you know the We Work brand? Yes. Yeah. You know, that raised billi- billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, like and 27 just, billion. And it just all went bankrupt mm. after wasting $27 billion. Well, we, you need something like that. So I was thinking we could do, we could use that brand. So, but instead of We Work, it'd be like We Don't Work. And that would be aimed at arts courses. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd have We Dork. And that would be for science courses. And then you'd have We Fork for culinary courses. And then we'd have We Woke, and that would be aimed at gender studies courses. That's great. This is fantastic, Charles. And, and, You're worth the money. And then you'd have We Poke, and that would be for medical courses. Oh, yeah, for studying yeah. Yeah, anatomy, yeah. And then you'd have We're Broke, which would also be aimed at art students. And then you'd have We're Blokes, that'd be for engineering courses. And then, finally, you'd have We Coke, which would be... Show business courses. Triple M, Radio Chaser. I caught an electric bus for the first time. It's the future. How was it, Charles? It was very, very quiet. It was unbelievably silent. Is that quite dangerous? Because I'm a regular jaywalker and the only way Mm. I know to get out of the way is the very loud sound of a bus. Oh, yeah. I I think they ran over about three people on the way into the city. But but that's no different from a regular bus. It's Uh, true, actually. Mind you, it was very silent. It was still incredibly smelly. So, oh, thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. yeah. At least they've kept that feature. You wouldn't want to lose every, all the atmosphere of the bus trip, would you? I was, I was um, with my son uh, this morning on the bus, and he did go, he did, what's that smell? And I was like, that is the smell of sweaty commuters in, mm. of a morning. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, so the government has actually said that they want to replace all the buses in Sydney. All 8,000 buses are going to be made into electric. That'll be so year. quiet. It's going to be and deadly. Uh, it's going to be amazing. But, but I think, you know, that principle should be applied to everything. I mean, you know, Easy Rider, the movie Easy Rider, that hmm. would have been so much better if it had been made with electric vehicles. 
This summer, Peter Fonder, Jack Nicholson, and Dennis Hopper take to the highway. Head out on the highway. Woohoo, man! Nothing like that feeling of having a 44 horsepower Harley engine right between your legs. Uh, actually, boys, we're not taking those bikes. I thought I would try these ones instead. Three drifters on the road looking for America on the back of an electric bike. Shit, man! At this rate, I don't think we'll make Louisiana until October next year. Think I might just call an Uber instead. Born to be free and born to be very, very wild. Hey, babe, so how about you throw me on the back of your Harley there and we ride back to your motel? Sure thing, baby. But are you happy to wait two hours? The bike's still charging. But as they're about to find out, going electric sometimes means an easy rider has to go at an easy pace. Jesus, man, look over there. Evil Knievel's attempting a world record canyon jump. Man, have you ever seen a ramp that big? What? He stopped halfway up the ramp. Man, stupid idiot must be riding an electric. Easy Rider Electric Edition. So what can I hook you boys up with? Grass, speed, some A-grade cocaine? Uh, actually, we're just looking for a place to recharge our bikes. Our Harleys are electric. Shit, man, electric Harleys? You guys must be more off your heads than I thought. Coming soon to cinemas everywhere. Well, soon-ish. There'll probably be quite a few delays. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Wasn't it a beautiful day yesterday? Wasn't it gorgeous? We were down by the by the uh, by the water yes. in the inner west, just hanging out on weekends as we almost never do. Had a had a nice picnic in the park. It was just idyllic. Yes, and the only problem with the park was that it was entirely lawned with bindi eyes. Yeah, that was a bit of a bad point. If, yeah. if someone's son had been running around foolishly without mm. shoes, hypothetically speaking. Well, I said to the kids, you don't have to bring your shoes, it's just going to be in the park. It's a lovely park. Yeah. There's and no then, needles or whatever in the parking glebe. Anyway, it was terrible, terrible parenting on my part. And um, it actually meant that my son got a terrible bindi eye in his foot. We tried everything and it got to the point where there was about six parents all gathered around my son's poor feet trying mm. to get the bindi eyes out. And I ended up, and, and this dad kept on going, just put Vegemite on it. Just put Vegemite How on it. How does that help? Yeah. Vegemite? That's yeah. the most Australian remedy <laughs> so, I've ever heard. Such an idiotic what? suggestion, right? And then, so I ended up trying to suck his, like, sucking his heel with my mouth. Oh, I suggest to that get... to you as a joke. Yeah. Oh, was that a joke? Yes, it was a joke. Yeah. I'm anyway, so sorry. What? I looked very weird. I probably should have been arrested. Have anyway. Been... Yeah, it's disgraceful. So we get home. It's still not there. Can't use the toys. It's too far in. Mm. So I put Vegemite on his, on the splinter. What? On the, on the bin yard. <laughs> Right. Why did you do that? I put, and then, because uh, I looked it up on the web, and apparently it is a sort of known home remedy. So there are more idiots out there yeah. other than just this guy. And then, yeah, and then put a band aid over it this morning. It was out. Oh, is that uh, not amazing? And, yeah, yet, but, and, and, and had you not put the Vegemite on, it probably would have come out after half an hour <laughs> instead of that, overnight. No, no, the theory is what happens is 
There's yeast in Vegemite, and the yeast grows during the night. Oh, and... so just replace uh, the bindio with a yeast infection. Oh, yeah, what, but, what a lucky lad. We're going to have to chop off his foot, but at least we got the bindio out. <laughs> well, I, I assume that's actually how they make Vegemite. You just put a little bit of Vegemite in an open wound, and it secretes more Vegemite. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, I hate that stuff. Oi. You know, that, hey, I, that's one of our sponsors, I believe, yeah, Dominic. No, I take that back immediately. <laughs> yes. um, anyway, one triple three five three. what are your home remedies that actually work. I don't now. I don't want home remedies that don't work. Like we, our producer told us earlier that he swears by putting toothpaste on pimples. Right. And like minty just, fresh pimples. Yeah, he's just an idiot. Well, like, let me go, <laughs> see if I'm just googling that. And yeah, the first 25 million results all say do not do that. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. our producer's so pimply. Yeah, but if you've got a suggestion like Vegemite on a bindi eye, or I don't know something that works, something that works. One triple three five three. Mm. Give us a call, and you know we'll have a bit of a sort of, you know, home remedy. Just doctor session. Let's go to Rosemary from Clavelli. What's your home remedy? Oh, I had a um, I had a new kitchen installed, and there was a couple of Pexticolor numbers on the sides of the cupboards, and um, the kitchen guy told me if you just spray a little bit of Airgard on it, then they came off, just wiped off. Oh. That's brilliant. Aragard. So Plus, yeah, then your kitchen smells of Aragard for the yeah, it freshens no it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that is very helpful in saying. Wow, okay, I've never excellent. heard of such a thing. Very I'll nice. try that. Uh, Scott in Hurstville, what do you think? Uh, home remedies. Mate, it's a, a gold ring to a sty on your eye. Just rub it on on your sty, and then it will not. It will go away. Oh. Gold ring. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a cheap and handy remedy. I mean, you've got to take your pop out, out and, of it first. Um, would it work if I tried like a giant bar of, go- of gold from Fort Knox? <laughs> Could I use that? Any, <laughs> anything that's gold, I guess, and not sharp, it would, should work. Oh, this... I've got a priceless blood diamond here. Could I use that instead? <laughs> this is the point no, where mate, we say... just give it to me and I'll look after it for you. <laughs> this is the point where we say none of these remedies are proven to work. Don't sue Triple M. But uh, Scott from Hurstville will we'll pass on your details. <laughs> Thank you. That's uh, that's really interesting. I'd love to see that tried. Uh, Wade in St Mary's, what's your home remedy? Yeah, mate. Uh, for all the heartburn sufferers, mate. Yep. Everyone gets heartburn. Yeah, I a do. Teaspoon, a teaspoon of bicarbonate soda and mm-hmm. a glass of water. Serotonin dissolves. Go it down, mate, and you'll it'll be gone within within seconds. Bicarbon water, right? Okay. Yeah, bicarbonate soda water. It's amazing how like bicarbon water is is the home remedy for everything, not just heartburn, but like if you've got stains on the sink or if you've got anything at all. Actually, yeah. the, the answer's always bicarbon soda. Yeah, my life my life was incredibly bleak and depressing. Then I had bicarbon soda, and now I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, you don't look it. Yeah, my, I just dropped my standards and like bicarbon. Like uh, Garth in Mount Druitt, what have you got? Oh, well, mine's not a home remedy, but um, have you ever burnt your fingertips? Yeah, if yeah. If you hold on to the tip of your earlobes, that actually absorbs the heat out of your finger. And then, and then what? You get burnt earlobes instead? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't actually burn your earlobes, but it absorbs the heat. So right. you don't get the instant heat burnt into your fingers. That's a great you, idea. We've what? got one more here. Uh, let's go to Adam in San Susie. Adam, what do you think? What's your remedy? Uh, to get rid of a style on your eye. Yeah. You make, make, make a cup of chamomile tea. Yeah. Cut butt out of the chamomile tea, dip it into the chamomile tea once it's cooled down, of course, 
and rub it on your thigh, and overnight it'll be gone. Well, it's cheaper than a gold ring, I suppose. You know what this segment's made me think, though, Charles? Yeah, the, the people have a lot of styes in their eyes. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> What's well, with the styes of Sydney today? It's really made me think, though, you know, doctors are good things. Yeah. <laughs> Radio Chaser is brought to you by Halloween. Hang up some plastic cobwebs and spend the next six months trying to take them down. Uh-huh. Halloween. Yes, indeed, that's what's going to happen. Speaking of cobwebs, uh, the uh, commercial TV stations have released their their new ideas for 2020, all the new shows. Mm. Uh, there's MasterChef and there's Plate of Origin, which is MasterChef on a different station. Right. Uh, so nothing much new so under the sun there. extremely new. Yeah, yeah Plate of Origin. See the pun they did there? Mm. Uh, but one show that's, uh, that's coming back and moving, in fact, to Channel 7, is Big Brother, and uh, they've they come up with a title that makes it sound like it's not just the same old Dale Big Brother we watched a million times. They're going to call it Big Brother Revolution. Are you excited that th- the thought of Big Brother Revolution? It could be very, very different from what we saw before. Yeah. I'm um, hoping, it, is it anything like Dance Dance Revolution? That was, that was, that was the last one I remember enjoying. I hope so. Hopefully well, it's not like the Russian Revolution, because that wasn't good. No, not so good. Well, that's, that's the thing, because Big Brother, of course, comes from George Orwell's book 1984. So I assume either it's going to be exactly the same as boring old Big Brother with Mike Goldman, whatever, and just sort of a bit dull, mm. or it could oh. be the real Big Brother, the kind of, uh, the sort of despot that runs a brutal torture-based totalitarian state. Um, that's what was in the book. Mm. And I really hope they go with this option because I've heard the trailer for that and it sounds pretty entertaining. In 2020, Seven will introduce the most faithful big brother yet, George Orwell's Big Brother. It's time to go, Winston Smith. Twelve contestants in a nightmarish dystopia and we're not talking about the Gold Coast. This is Big Brother. War is peace, freedom is slavery and ignorance is strength. Thanks to Doritos' new Megamex range. Big Brother, can I talk to Gretel in the diary room? No. Instead, you'll go to room 101, where rats will gnaw at your face. Okay, so, you know, much the same thing. Watch as months of torture turns them into broken nobodies, just like every other reality show. What does two plus two equal? Five. It's five. Okay, you're broken enough to do an interview with Gretel. Winston Smith, what was the highlight of your time in the house? Well, Gretel, it was the brief flowering of hope before it was crushed forever. Ooh, sounds like the time I hosted the Logies. George Orwell's Big Brother, coming soon to seven. Like the book, it's an unending nightmare of terror. Also like our last series. Radio Chaser. Triple M. I like big snack. You are the Eaters. Chip, wagon wheel, in your face, you get hungry, baby got snack. That's right. Today I am reviewing something from David Jones Food Hall that I bought this morning. And the and the criteria for reviewing highbrow snacks is apparently, according to Andrew Hansen, he messaged me this morning, he said, I reckon this segment works best if you choose something genuinely disgusting. <laughs> To review. Well, they usually are. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Rich people seem to eat the most awful foods. Mm. Yep. You'd think they could afford to not do that, but... Well, we've got one that's definitely fits that criteria today, yes, Andrew. The studio oh. reeks, Charles. What is that? It is <sighs> golden truffle oil, and I shit you not, it is 
gold, like there's gold flakes in oil and um, and truffles as well. So there's little specks of black, which is the truffle, and then gold flake, genuine gold in this um, oil. And and I said, what do you use this for? And they said, oh, you can use it as a dip. You sort of dip your bread in it, and then it tastes delicious. So, so some people are so rich that presumably mm. gold doesn't taste of anything. It's metal. No. But some people just eat gold just because it costs more. How much is this, Charles? So this is $35 for a tiny bottle. So it's 200 mils. So that makes it $175 a litre. So it's about the same price as premium unleaded in Sydney <laughs> Charles, at the moment. I know how much you get paid. How on earth did you afford to buy that? <laughs> oh, no, I used your money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> it sort of smells like premium unleaded as well. Oh, it? no, it absolutely reeks. I, I actually hate truffles, so this is going <laughs> to yeah. be terrible. But let's let's actually go for a bit of a taste. Dom, mm. do you want to do yeah. the honours and be the... Guinea pig. Oh, here yuck. he goes. Oh, look at this. <laughs> Dom's face looks even no. uglier than normal. No, but did you dip it with the salt? So, oh. so what you've got to do is, is you have the oil and then you dip it with enough salt to mask the taste of the truffles. <laughs> <laughs> truffles are things that pigs find. I mean, yeah. so who want, who, why is it a gourmet thing that stinks and that a pig would find tasty? <laughs> yeah. Can you can you dip it in, like, do you have some chocolate fondue we could dip it in first as well to sort of mask all the taste? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, I'll tell you the best one. So far, I've been trying the combinations. The best thing is to... Not dip it in the oil and just dip it in the salt. It tastes really <laughs> no. nice. Actually, yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. I'm just going to take that bread and dip it in some unleaded petrol instead. I think. But, and have you tried the gold? Have you actually eaten the gold yet? No. Yes, it tasted Ooh. of absolutely nothing yeah, except that's right. your foolishness. And I've found out that actually gold does not taste of anything because it's an inert metal and it has to react. The reason why anything tastes metallic is because... Um, it reacts with your saliva. Gold doesn't react with your saliva. It is absolutely pointless being there. Re- really? really? Yes. Kind of like this entire review. But the other, but the other yeah, because no one is going to buy this. I, it's I, a good warning, though. I heartily recommend that you don't buy it, except Wait maybe if you have like an uncle or something who you don't like. Maybe that would be good. <laughs> but then the last piece of detail that I must mention is that my son was with me this morning when I did this, and he came up with the fact which I then verified is absolutely true, which is that if you eat gold, your poo turns into the colour of gold because you don't digest oh. it. It just goes straight through you. So, Dom, let's let's keep eating this and we'll check back with you tomorrow morning. <laughs> let's take a look at some of the day's more bizarre news stories. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss. Now, look, it's hard to afford a diamond ring in this day and age if you want to get married. Mm. But you don't have to anymore. Someone's come up with a better idea. A, a Japanese man who creates YouTube videos under the name of Kiwami Japan uh, managed to save his fingernail clippings for 365 days and turn them into an engagement ring. Oh, how romantic. <laughs> <laughs> he ground them into a very fine powder in a blender and then shaped them into the, the, into the uh, shape of a, of a ring. He baked them in an oven. And baked them in an oven. Mm. Like, what does that sound more like something, something you do? I mean, well, well, I suppose you know it, it'll always remind. I mean, it's like giving giving her a piece of yourself. She'll be reminded of 
of yeah. him. And I suppose she can't say that she wasn't warned that he was clearly a serial killer. <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. And it's also one step better, I should say, than the pube ring that I offered my fiancé. So good good luck for him. And that's all we have. What a great note to leave that on. We'll catch you tomorrow from 3 here on Triple M. Radio Chaser is brought to you by Halloween. Hey, kids, it's totally fine to take candy from strangers. Halloween.